Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. I will call upon the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and let the God of my salvation be his all. children of God, I do greet each of you in the mighty, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in a time of trouble. We thank God for who he is and what he has done to us, through us, and for us. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide, based in Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we have been 
working on our most recent topic entitled Little by Little. Little by Little. Uh, We thank God for him doing his work sometimes little by little. God doesn't always do everything all at one time. He oftentimes does some of his greatest work by being by doing a little bit of it at the time. You think about even the church. The church is probably the greatest organization that man has ever seen. And God is doing what he's doing in the church because he's, what he's doing in the church, he's doing to each one of us little by little. You know, he's adding growth. He's adding spiritual awareness. He's adding, he's, and he's doing these things little by little. So I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice that as God is working on you, you work with him. Let me say that again. As God is working on you, you work with him. Even though he may be uh, doing what he's doing to you, through you, for you, uh, little by little, uh, we don't have to get discouraged and think God is working too slow or get upset with how God is working. He He does some of his greatest work little by little. Um. If you would, return with me, saints, to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. The Apostle Paul writes to the saints at Corinth. He says, your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Once again, your boasting is not good, Paul said. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Still working on our theme, closing our theme today, little by little. Little by little. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we magnify you. We celebrate you. We salute you. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praise for being who you are, for doing what you do. Continue to help us, Heavenly Father, to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. Continue to help us, Heavenly Father, to become what you desire us to be. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our iniquities. Forgive us of our transgressions. This is a new week, Father. May your mercies be renewed in us. Have mercy on us today. Speak to us, speak to us, through us, and speak for us, that we may hear what your Spirit has to say in these last and evil days. 
Once again, we thank you, Father. We appreciate you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 is a very powerful chapter in the scripture. It dealt with a very serious issue that was going on among the saints of Corinth. Paul, being led by the Spirit of God, had to give instruction concerning the delicate in the delicate uh, situation of incest. Man was having sex with his father's wife. Now we don't know whether this was his mother or whether it was his stepmother or. And it all and it actually reminds me of a special I was watching TV yesterday and watching special victims unit and that was what they were dealing with a man that was married to a younger wife he had some children uh stepmother came in and the stepmother was having sex with the oldest son and they ended up killing the father it was the wildest thing but it just so happens that that episode of Special Victims was dealing with something that was dealt with in the church 2,000 years ago. A man was sleeping, Bible said, with his father's wife. Now, that was very serious and very terrible. But Paul's concern was that the Corinthians weren't looking at things with the right attitude. And any true apostle is going to be concerned when God's people are not looking at things through the right or with the right attitude. Paul was like, these kind of things go on. This is this is life. Sin happens. You know, people do evil stuff. People make mistakes. People sin. But Paul was like, you are proud? A man is sleeping with his father's wife. Paul said, and you are proud? Paul said, wait a minute now. We know that sin happens. We know that sin takes place. We know that sin goes on. But we we don't be proud of it. Rather, we're supposed to mourn. Rather, we're supposed to be saddened. Rather, we're supposed to be repent. We shouldn't be proud. Paul said, and you are proud? Shouldn't you rather? have gone into mourning and have put out of fellowship the man who did this. Now, you say, Apostle, what are you driving at? When we get to the place where we are proud or we are happy about things that God is definitely not pleased with, then this is when we get into serious trouble with God. We don't even realize that God is sitting back. I remember, you know, and what the Lord is bringing to my spirit once when I was a, a young man, I was almost an adult. You know, I was probably about 15 years old. And when I was younger, if my father was upset, I would try to hurry up and straighten up my behavior so that I didn't get a beating or whatever. But I was around 15, you know, and, and beatings were over at that point. And I remember once my father was very upset about something. 
that I was kind of finding as a joke. And I knew he was upset, and he knew he was upset, and he knew I knew he was upset. But I was, you know, I wasn't afraid of any whoopings and the different things. I was kind of feeling myself a little bit. But the point was this, and, and the relationship is this, that my father was feeling one way about a situation, and I was feeling another. And even then, that was dangerous. Well, for us as children of God, it's very dangerous. When God is feeling one way about a situation, and we feel in a different way, it's very dangerous. It's not funny. It's not cute. It's not okay. It's very, very dangerous. Paul said you should have rather gone into mourning. You should have rather put out of your fellowship who did this. Because now what's happening, Paul's saying, look, what's happening, y'all upsetting God with this nonsense that you're doing and don't even realize that God's about ready to go off on all of y'all now. See, when God is upset about something and we've got a different feeling about it, then God be ready to go off on everybody. I'd rather be feeling about things and responding to things the way God feel about things and the way God responds to things. Because, see, these people don't even realize they're getting ready to get busted upside the head. And they're going on proud. They're going on happy. They're going on content. And God is very upset. So you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Let us uh, be sensitive to the way God feels about things so that we don't be out there going about things or doing things or feeling things differently than God does and putting ourselves in jeopardy. Paul said, you proud? Let me, let me get this straight now. As upset as God is about this particular thing, and y'all are proud, y'all think this is something to be laughed at, or you think this is something to be taken lightly? Paul says, for my part, verse 3, even though I'm not physically present, I'm with you in spirit as one who is present with you in this way. I've already passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on a man who has been doing this. Paul said, now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going at this thing like God is. We got to pass judgment. Paul said we got to deal with this. It ain't something to be proud of. It ain't something to think of as cute. It ain't something to think of as being funny. Paul said it's got to be dealt with. And see, that's where a lot of Christians don't realize they're going to get in trouble with God. You know, things that God won't handle, that God won't dealt with a certain way, and they handling them or dealing with them another way. Paul said, I'm with God. I, I've I passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on the one who has done this. Paul said, I ain't there. I'm not there with you physically, but I'm, I'm, I'm with God. And I want to encourage you, children of God, let's be with God. Let's side with God. God upset, then we upset. God think it's right, then we think it's right. If God say don't do it, then we say don't do it. Let's not be caught up and have to stand before God on the judgment and explain why we were taking a different position on something than God took on something. So Paul said in verse 4, when you are assembled, I am with you in spirit. The power of the Lord Jesus is present. Hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh, so that his 
spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Paul said, look, what's more important, his flesh or his spirit? And what we've got to keep in mind, what's more important in us, our flesh or our spirit? I know which way God is, is siding, and, and what God says, God says your spirit. That's why God will sometimes allow our flesh to go through some not-so-pleasant things, because God be saying well, the most important thing is your spirit. Paul said, hand this man over to Satan, even though it'll be embarrassing, even though it'll hurt, even though it'll hand him over to Satan. So that on a day of judgment, see, you got to look at what's important to God. On the day of judgment or the day of the Lord, God wants you saved. God wants me saved. Not our flesh. He wants our spirit saved. He wants our soul saved. Paul said, now y'all going about this thing just the opposite of the way the Lord wanted to be going about. And this is what apostles be having to tell people, whether they listen, whether they fail to listen. Paul said, y'all are going about this just the opposite of what God wants. And you think it's all right. And Paul said, no, it's not. See, that's the thing. You know, Old Testament, it was prophets. There were no apostles in the Old Testament. They were prophets. And now in the New Testament, you got apostles and the prophets. Oftentimes, the apostles and the prophets, because they are connected with God and they, because they be knowing how God be feeling about stuff, a lot of stuff that just the people be just doing, just be like, feel like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And the apostle and the prophet be, uh-uh, God, God don't like that. God ain't going for that. Paul said, your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? A little yeast. Now, the yeast here is symbolic. A false teaching. Yeast here is symbolic of of uh, unsound doctrine. The yeast here is symbolic of that which God don't like. Now, Paul said, I, I'm not claiming that I've obtained all this. But Paul said, I know this ain't right. Paul said, I got my issues in, in life. Paul, you know, he had things that he was still... But Paul said, I know this here ain't right. Your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast, you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? It's a lot easier, seem like, to do things that God is not pleased with than to do things that God is pleased with. It seems like our flesh, our flesh be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Paul said, um, you don't cling to the yeast. Or the stuff that God is not pleased with. Just because a lot of other people may be clinging to it. Just because a lot of other people may be doing it. Just because a lot of other people may think it's all right. Paul said, uh, verse 7, get rid of the old yeast. So that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are. Christ, the Passover lamb. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with old bread. Now, the festival is basically our lives in Christ now. 
You know, there used to be festivals in the Old Testament that the Israelites would go to and different things, and they had certain things that they were supposed to do. Paul is now talking about our lives in Christ. Let us keep the festival, not with old bread, leavened with malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Paul said we got to do this thing differently now. Now that we are different, we got to do this thing differently. As children of God, you and I are different. We're different from what we used to be. We're different from the world. We're different from all kinds. Of, now we got to do things differently. We got to handle things differently. We got to go about things differently. God is calling for us to be different. See, the world might be proud, man sleeping with his with his father's wife. The world might think that is that ain't too bad. That's okay, but. Paul said, we should have put a man out of fellowship. We should have been filled. We should have gone into mourning. Jake, the world might be all right with all this homosexuality stuff going on. But God's saying to us right today, you need to put a man out of fellowship. You need to go into mourning. The world might be all right with a whole lot of stuff. They're not connected with God. God said, they're not my children. God said, but my children... They ought to know better. I think about, you know, a lot of times, you know, things I'd be out with, with young people from here and I would see other kids doing. And sometimes our, our kids would just shake their head. They'd be like, we better not we better not try that. And I'd be like, that's right. Because you know that don't fly with you. Well, as children of God, stuff we be seeing the world do, we, we, we got to be known that don't fly with us. We are children of the most I got, and we got to deal with controversial subjects, controversial situations that the world may think is okay, but we know that God is not pleased. The, the, my topic in my Bible on this is, is dealing with a case of incest, not letting it slide, not letting it just just go by. We got to deal with it. We've got to deal with. It. And as children of God, we are called on to deal with issues that a lot of time other people don't want to talk about. A lot of time other people don't have the courage to talk about. We got to, I got to deal with that. Why? Go back to the end of verse 5, children of God. This is, this is, this is what all this is about, what Paul is doing, talking about unpleasant trees and Dealing with unpleasant trees. This is why. End of verse five. So that he that so so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. That's what it's all about. That's why we gotta say things that people don't like sometimes. That's why we gotta do some things that people don't like sometimes. That's why we gotta be up it gotta seem like we rude sometimes. Seem like we, we not because, because that's what we after. If we are true apostles, true prophets, true men and women of God, and this is what we really want for people, this is why. So the individual spirit may be saved. Listen to me out there under the sound of my voice. My, my, I'd rather your spirit be saved than uh, you like me. I'd rather your spirit be saved than you be a part of this ministry. I'd rather your spirit be saved than, than, than anything. 
than anything. And if that is not your view as a leader in the church or a leader in the house of God, then you're not fit to be a leader. Your ultimate goal should be that men and women's spirits be saved. God's main concern is that our spirits be saved. Even if he got to do some stuff to us that we don't like, even if he got to let some stuff be done to us that we don't like, God be sitting back saying, look, I'm concerned with your spirit. I want you saved. And at the end of the day, you'll, you'll want you saved too. When it come that when that day come where men and women are faced with spending eternity in hell or eternity in the presence of God, they would be they were gonna be glad somebody had enough concern about their spirit that uh, they work with them until their spirit was saved. You might not think it a big deal now, people that's concerned about your spirit, people that are working. Trying to save your spirit, ah, because you think, ah, you know, life is, life is good. But that's going to come a day you're going to thank God for those who have been concerned with your spirit, with those who have been working to see to it that your spirit was saved on the day of the Lord. Lord might do it little by little, but the Lord is concerned with your spirit. His true apostles, his true prophets, his true evangelists, pastors, and teachers, they're concerned with your spirit. We thank God for your contributing to the ministry and contribute. We thank God for all that. But they be concerned with your spirit. Because that is what you're gonna find at the end of the day, that was what it was all about. Spirit being saved. Spending eternity with God. Everything else, stuff that we've gone through in this little life, they're gonna come a day it's gonna seem like nothing to us. Ah, it's gonna seem all insignificant. But what's going to be seeming like a big deal, and what is going to be a big deal, is our spirit, the salvation of our souls, of our spirit. So, I want to encourage you today, this new day of the week. Uh, this is the day, uh, Sunday, for those of you that contribute to this ministry. Uh, this is the day the scripture has instructed us, set aside a sum of money in keeping with our income, saving it up. So that uh, Paul said, when I come, it, no collections have to be made. Uh, I encourage you to make your, make your donations and your contributions as the Lord leads you. And may God continue to bless you and continue to lift you higher and higher in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. God bless you, saints, and heaven smile on each of you.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.